Hello, everybody. Um, to kick us off today, to start us, I figured there's no better way than to pray. Um, so we're just going to ask that you guys kind of pray with us. You can watch us pray, but that's kind of weird. So we ask that you just pray with us. Um, we're just going to take a moment as we dive into this next episode um, talking about prayer to first practice what we preach. So in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, thank you for being with us um, here in the studio today. Thank you for walking with us and inspiring our words. And I just pray that whatever whatever it is that, that our viewers need to hear today, that you put those words in our heart and then you open their ears to hear that message that you have for them. Come Holy Spirit, we thank you for the opportunity to be in the studio together and um, to be able to record these episodes for all of you. And I pray that you open the hearts of our viewers and our listeners, um, help them to receive your word more clearly. And we pray that you are with us today. Help us to speak your words, work within us, help us to reach our audience in the way that you are calling us to. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Welcome back to Quarantine. My name is Lauren. And I'm Athena. And today we are going to talk to you more about prayer. So we want to dive a little deeper into um, rope prayer and um, like the rosary and chaplet and also like the Our Father and the different prayers that we pray on um, the rope prayers. And uh, we also want to talk a little more about personal prayer and um, the importance of that. And then also praying with other people, intercessory prayer, um, because it's praying, important. Yes, it's very important. And praying with a community is also very important. Praying for other people and praying out loud with other people. Yeah, but first, but first, um, we want to introduce to you, um, like every week, the app, and <laughs> we are excited to say that the app is um, officially in the App Store, so you can go to the app as your main hub for all of our podcasts, um, talks, there's also music and prayer, um, it's just a great place to be able to dive a little deeper into this community, and um, we also would like you uh, to donate to Awaken Nation um, if possible. If you like all the shows that we put on here at Awaken Catholic, we would appreciate it very much. And then today's episode is brought to you by Casa Bea Cleaning Service. Casa Bea is a one-stop shop for all things clean. If you live in the Northwest Ohio area, Casa Bea is the ideal option to keep your residence, commercial, or new construction clean. Casa Bea is also one of the only services in Northwest Ohio that provides deep and professional carpet cleaning. Most importantly right now during the pandemic, keeping your home and offices clean and COVID-19 free is of the utmost importance, and it happens to be a specialty of Casa Bea. That includes doorknobs, light switches, surfaces, ATMs, anything you can think of. Get the peace of mind knowing your home or commercial environment is professionally cleaned by visiting casabeacleaning.info today. Thanks. It's awesome. Oh, 
Oh no, I always feel so fancy reading that one. <laughs> so cool. Um, so yeah, I think as a teen, my least favorite way to pray, or the, at least the way that I could kind of turn off the most was rope prayer mm-hmm. because especially like the rosary I remember like March for Life trips and like they'd be like okay we're gonna pray the rosary and literally I would like sneak a headphone in and I was like cool cringe, yeah. <laughs> and I was like I can do this like in my sleep right because I know these prayers um and I don't think that I at least personally as a teen and not every teen is like this like I have teens in our youth group that like mm-hmm. wrote prayers their thing and it's beautiful and I love that and I'm actually really jealous that I wasn't like that as a teen but Um, For me as a teenager, rote prayer was just my way to zone out, right? Like we're going to say the Our Father, even in mass, like we're going to say the Our Father. Cool, I know this in my sleep. I'm going to close my eyes and just like say it. People will think I'm praying and really I'm like daydreaming, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But I think that there's so much beauty in it. And I think that sometimes we get so caught up in the motions, right? Like specifically in mass or the rosary, like Nothing new happens, right? Yeah, just the same over and over. In the movements, okay? Like new graces happen and like God speaks to you in different ways. Um, And and the readings change at mass. But like nothing new happens where it's like, oh my gosh, that was eye-opening. That Mm -hmm. woke me up, right? Unless you have like a crazy priest like we do that has like very like energetic homilies. Um, Sometimes those will wake you up. But... But we get so used to the motions that it's really easy for us to tune out and to not see the importance of what those things are um, and what we're praying, because there's a reason that we have those prayers, right? It wasn't because one day the Catholic Church was like, "Um, I think everybody needs to say these things every day. um, And we want you to say these because like we're we're just kind of like a cult and we want you to do it, right? Like there's a reason that we were giving these prayers like the Our Father. It Mm -hmm. literally came from Christ. Okay. It is the prayer that Jesus taught us to pray. It's in the Bible. The Hail Mary, right? Like that's given to us so that we have an easy way to communicate with our mother, right? It doesn't, for some of us, like praying from our heart, right, is like super uncomfortable. Like what Lauren and I did at the beginning, if, if like I would have told like certain teens or even a friend, like, hey, we're going to pray real fast out loud. You can see the sweat starting and you're like, what do I say? What, what do yeah. I say? like? Right. Or even like when you ask someone like, will you bless our food? And it's, it's always so great. Cause like, it's like you wait a second and they're like, um, bless us. Oh Lord. Like you can tell <laughs> they want to say something else, but like you get nervous and you shut yeah. down. Nothing wrong with blessing our food. The bless us. Oh Lord prayer. Like nothing wrong with that. Um, but I think that we like, we need to be comfortable or at least be pushing ourselves to be more comfortable and praying both ways Mm -hmm. because that rote prayer, while it can seem like ancient and weird and annoying monotonous and yeah, yeah. like it's, it's important. It's still important to our prayer life, but so is authentic prayer coming from your heart. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And to touch back on the, the rosary a little bit is like, it's really interesting because a lot of the time when I would pray the rosary, I would think, you know, to dive a little deeper into thinking about the prayers that you're actually praying, like Mm -hmm. thinking about the Our Father and the words of the Hail Mary. And honestly, someone told me once that it's mostly supposed to be so you reflect on the mysteries of Christ's life. And I was like, wow. I mean, it's still really important to pray those prayers, obviously, and Mm -hmm. you can think about them as you're praying. That's very important, but it also is a tool to reflect on his life, which I think is really awesome. Yeah, and I think... Um, 
One of my favorite homilies from one of our deacons that I will never forget is he was diving in deeper into the Our Father. Mm -hmm. And he said, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. And he paused and he was like, but really? Really? Is that what what you want? And like everyone kind of like perked up and looked at him like, what? And he was like, are you really asking the Lord? Like, whatever you want, I'm going to do. Yeah. Or is it thy will be done, except maybe not for me. Like, someone else can take that. And yeah. it and it really opened my eyes to, like, be more focused on what I'm praying. Whether that be rote prayer or just, like, from my heart, made up mm-hmm. in my head, go with whatever comes out of my mouth, right? Like, if I'm going to say it, I have to act it out. I have to live it out. I have to believe it. Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. I really like that part of the prayer. And it's a very like cliche part of the prayer. I think that a lot of people are like, okay, like this part really sticks out to me. But honestly, it really does. Like, that's the one part. There's a lot of it. The whole prayer is really awesome. But it's just that part really stops you and makes you start to think, do I really want his will to be done in my life? Because that's just a prayer that we're so often used to saying every mass we go to, um, rosary we pray, just a prayer before we go to bed or something like it's everywhere. But do we actually take the time to think more about that? And like if rope prayer, those prayers that are given to us by the church, if they aren't making you question things, if they aren't making you reflect, you are not praying them. Mm-hmm. You're literally saying the words. And I'm telling you that yeah. because they are powerful. Like they, even the Hail Mary, like when we're praying that Hail Mary, it is powerful what we're saying And sometimes I think we get so used to it and we know the words by heart, right? The Nicene Creed's perfect too. Mm -hmm. Like these things that we just know, those are powerful things. And if we're just saying them, like drifting off into sleep, not really knowing like what the heck we're saying, if they're not making you kind of squirm a little bit and like think about things, then you're not praying them. You're just Mm -hmm. saying them. And there's definitely a difference in that. And I think the same thing, like when we're praying from our heart, right? Some of us, we get real nervous. We're like, what the heck? What am I supposed to say? But sometimes like when we open ourselves up to pray in that way, um, beautiful things happen. And sometimes Mm -hmm. things come out. Like I remember at retreats, like teens coming up to me and they were like, that prayer you said was so beautiful. What was it? And I'm like, the Lord. I don't know. (laughs) Probably the Holy Spirit because I couldn't tell you. Right. And that happens. Like when we are diving in to our prayer life, right? And it doesn't have to be on like this extravagant retreat. It doesn't have to be at camp far, far away in the South. Like it can happen in your day-to-day life. But when you sit there and you're praying and something pops up, either if it's quietly, you're, you're praying to God, it pops in your head or you're praying with somebody and you're talking out loud and something comes out and you're like, kind of fumble over it. Cause you're like, where did that come from? Mm-hmm. That is the Holy Spirit talking to you or through you, right? That's really, really cool. And it happens to all of us, but sometimes, especially like when we're younger as teens, I don't think we realize it. Like we just think like that just came out. That didn't make sense. Why did I say that? But like a lot of the time it's because you're opening yourselves up to the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit is finally like, Mm -hmm. yes, flood them, right? Like get them, get them (laughs) everything I can while they're open. And we, we like, we tend to shut that down as like, it's nothing. Mm-hmm. Like I messed up. That's nothing. That was weird. I don't know where that came from, but like, really it's, it's the Holy spirit telling you like, Hey, I'm here. I'm ready mm-hmm. for you. Like, I'm so glad that you're open. Um, yeah. 
And those prayers should make you sweat a little bit too. Like when something pops in your head that you don't know where that came from and it's powerful, you'd be like, what? Yeah. Like, let me think about that for a second, right? Like I just said that out loud. Let me think about it. It's so, it's, it's pretty funny when you ask someone to pray when they aren't used to praying on that, they look at you and they're like, oh my gosh, like they start sweating, like you said. And it's just really funny because you're just staring at them and you're like, really, there's no pressure, honestly. Um, there's really no judgment. And a lot of people don't like it because they don't think they know how to pray. But honestly, like, so with my seventh and eighth grade, I'll try to open the floor up to them, be like, does anyone want to pray to end us or to start us, whatever. And some of them are like, no way. Some of them are like, oh my gosh, yes. They throw their hand up. I'm like, okay, go pray. And then I just remember last week, this one kid, he raised his hand and um, he was ending, he was closing us in prayer. And um, I said, okay, you can, you can go. And then he was, he started to pray. Everyone was silent and he goes, okay, like, uh, and then he was like, really like he wasn't, I could tell he was nervous about it, but then he said some really short prayer that was just like very middle school esque. And it was awesome because I was like, that came from his heart and he just was saying whatever was there. And I think that's so awesome for him because yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think it's just so much, it means so much more when you just don't really think about it and you just say whatever comes to you Yeah, because there isn't a certain way to pray necessarily. and like prayer doesn't have to be a certain length right like no. i i love when you ask someone and they're like okay um thank you lord for bringing us here today and um and like they they're trying to buy time because they're like mm-hmm. i need i it needs to be longer or like that's too yeah. short like hello i start my morning by just saying thank you god that's literally my morning prayer. Like, thank you, God. Right. Mm-hmm. Because I normally am getting woken up by two toddlers jumping on my bed. There's only so much I can do in that short amount of time before they're like, I need my chocolate milk. I need to get dressed. So that's my prayer every morning. Thank you, God. Yeah. And sometimes the most powerful prayers are those short ones that you're just like, all right, this is what I got. Here you go. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be anything crazy. And there's no wrong way to pray. No. Like, there's no wrong way to pray. And even if you think that you don't know how to pray, that's fine because we've all been there, but just you just need to sit and trust in God because he will teach you how to pray. Yeah. And, and okay, so prayer, ultimately prayer is a conversation with the Lord, right? So if yes. you know how to talk to your friends, you know how to you pray can to God. Pray. Yes. Okay. That's exactly. super easy because yeah. you're just conversing with the Lord. You have to start taking the pressure off because we put this pressure on ourselves That like we need to have all the answers and we need to be able to like ask him for all the things. And sometimes all the Lord needs you to do is just sit there, right? Like a really good prayer is the one Lauren started today. Come Holy Spirit. Okay. If you are ever asked to pray and you're like, oh crap, what am I supposed to say? Literally, you can repeat that in your head or out loud a few times Mm -hmm. and something will come to you, I promise, because the Lord and the Holy Spirit never just like push you off the cliff without helping you. Right. Like, they're they're going to be. Oh, never mind. (laughs) Right. Like they're going to be right there with you. And when we ask them to when we ask the Holy Spirit to like flood in like that and we're like, come Holy Spirit, we're asking him to give us the words. Mm -hmm. So then whatever comes out of your mouth, even if you think you sound stupid, you can just say like. Bro, I don't know. That was the Holy Spirit, right? Like you really can, but you have to be open to it. You have to like, you have to mean what you're saying when you say that. And when you're more vulnerable like that and you just almost 
I don't want to say goof off in prayer, but like when you just say something that someone else thinks is funny or like everyone mm-hmm. starts laughing, like that's going to help someone else to be able to open and pray the way that they want to as well. Cause like they, they may not be as scared then because they're like, Oh, well that's what they said. Like I can say that. So um, yeah. I think it, it will definitely help other people when you're more open with that too. And like know that even those that pray like rope prayers or pray intercessory prayers out loud all the time, they still mess up. I can't yeah. tell you how many times I've led the rosary with youth group and I've like messed up either the Our Father or the Hail Mary, like something I definitely should know by heart and <laughs> yeah. messed it up. And it's fine because that's that's us. That's how life goes. Um, but like I want to challenge you guys. One, if someone asks for prayers, I want to challenge you to pray with them. Right then and there. Like, not this, like, yep, I'm going to pray for you. Because we're human and we know that's not, probably mm-hmm. not actually going to happen. You're going to walk away and you're going to forget. Especially teens nowadays. You guys are so busy. I don't blame you. Um, but it's hard to remember that. So I want to challenge you to sit there right then, like, right there next to them. I know it's COVID, so you can't really, like, touch them or anything. But, like, um, sit with your masks on and pray with them. Right? Because... When they're asking for prayers, if they're asking you for prayers, it's because there's something inside of you that they see that they think is holy. Okay. That's ultimately, that is why someone asked you, you specifically for prayers, right? Mm -hmm. It's not because they just want the whole world praying for them. They want the attention, but it's because there's something inside of you that they see that is holy and worthy of Christ. And they want, they want you to carry their, their prayer, whatever it is, their request to the Lord. So don't be afraid to sit down right there and just be like, okay, let's pray. It's fine if you stumble over words. It's fine if it's uncomfortable, right? It's more uncomfortable when like your youth minister asks the whole entire room and nobody raises their hand and like true. This <laughs> happened the other day and I literally said, "We're not eating till someone blesses our food, so let's go." <laughs> right? And everyone turns to the priest. I was like, "No, he does this too often. Let's mm-hmm. go." Um so like that's more uncomfortable and everyone else than it is just to say like I'll pray this one like I got this right here right now with you let's pray about it yeah and God doesn't want us to do this alone right it's great to have personal prayer but he also wants us to pray with other people because we're made for community and he tells us that in the Bible and he shows us that in the Bible and um he lived that out all the time and that's why it's super important when we when Athena was saying we can pray with one another or pray over one another, we call that intercessory prayer. And we can invite um, the Holy Spirit and invite Jesus into that space with us so we can um, have him right there between the two of us. So it's a little more of a powerful prayer. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's really important to have that intercessory prayer and pray with other people. And that makes a difference too, like when we're praying those rope prayers. Like if we're just praying them because we know them, we're going to say them. That's different than like sitting down with a friend and saying like, let's pray the rosary together, Mm -hmm. right? One, sometimes that's that accountability that we need in order to actually dive into that prayer and and pray it, not just say it. Two, um, sometimes it's watching that other person pray that, that you're like, wow, that's really powerful. Why am I not doing that, right? Like, I see that with teens. Like, I will be the first to admit that the rosary is something I strive to pray more. And I just come up with excuses. I do. I It's too long. Life's too crazy. Um, and I yearn for that relationship with Mother Mary, right? Like, mm-hmm. but I, I'm the one stopping that. I know that, right? It's something I'm working on. I know that. It's my fault. But... 
to watch teens. We just did this last last Sunday. We ended our night in, in prayer and we ended with the rosary in church. And to look around the church and to see these teens that were just 100% in, right? Like new, I still have to look at a cheat sheet for like the Hail Holy Queen and everything. Like don't feel bad if that's you, okay? A youth minister is admitting it. Um, but like these these teens that are sitting there and they're praying and they're holding their rosary and they know all every word of every line and they are praying it like their life depends on it. Right. Versus like someone who's like sitting there like, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord, or like, you know, the really fast prayers where you're like, Hail Mary, full of grace. Yeah. 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 No, they are like a hundred percent in, right. They are like praying it like that is powerful. And that is what, that is what prayer should be. Mm-hmm. Like any prayer that we have should feel powerful. Right. Even if it's like the dinkiest little thing, you should feel power saying that with the Lord. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And another thing with prayer is, like I said, personal prayer, silent prayer is very important. But another thing that is really powerful is praying out loud. Mm-hmm. And um, and you can do any of this out loud. Right. Intercessory praying with one another, which is also Obviously, you mainly do that out loud. It'd be um, really weird to sit next to someone, someone quietly when they ask for prayers. And and just like, okay. <laughs> it would be weird. Please don't do that. Yeah. You might scare them off. Please say that one out loud. <laughs> um, but I'm saying like the Hail Mary even. And just when you recite those words over and over for 15, 20 minutes, they start to hit you a little more. And um, yeah, I just think that's another important thing is not always, always doing things in silent. Yeah. Um, and that like, honestly... It might be weird, but sometimes when I'm driving in my car, um, especially if I'm about to go now, like in front of teens, I'm like fine praying, right? Like whatever, whatever comes out of my mouth is what's happening. And it's great. Even when I mess up. But like when I get in front of adults, right. And I have to pray, I'm like, I don't want to mess up. I don't want them to like think that I don't know what I'm doing. Right. Because I'm a youth minister. So there's times that in my car, I purposely pray out loud. Whatever I'm praying, yeah. I just pray it out loud. I speak it out loud um, because I want to practice that, right? Because when a teen asks me or an adult asks me to pray for them for something, I strive to not say like, sweet, I'm going to take that home and try to remember, right? I, Not that I would ever say that to somebody. Normally I say like, of course I'll pray for you. Yeah. But I strive to pray with them right there. And when it's an adult, it is sometimes like I get it and And I'm like, as my teens say, I'm old now. And so I understand like praying with adults can still be like very hard. But but I want you to know that as a teen, when you're praying with an adult, when they're asking for prayer and right then and there, you drop what you're doing and you're like, let's pray about it real Mm -hmm. fast. That is so awesome and so moving. And your words don't have to be perfect as long as you're being authentic. And the more you do that, the more you'll get in the routine of praying right then and there instead of oh, I'll pray for that later and then completely forget. And then and you get more comfortable praying with people. Exactly. That way, when your youth minister asks you, like, who wants to pray, at least a couple hands go up versus the whole room looking at each other like, who do you think she's going to call on? Like, no, it's not supposed to be a pressure thing. It's supposed to be a prayer thing, like something we're just comfortable doing. And I think you'll find after a while, too, like, I know for me, there's days where I'm leaving work um, or I'm just driving in general And I just start praying out loud by myself just because it was a really awesome day. Something really great happened. 
Um, or I'm really struggling because I love listening to music. I hate not having music yep, on in the car. That's me too. Um, like hate it. And there's been a couple times where I'm leaving work and I drove full 20 minutes home with the radio off right away. I got in the car and turned it off and all of a sudden I just start praying out loud and I'm like, where did this come from? You know? Yeah. So yeah. some days it just like takes you and it just kind of hits you and you're like, okay, this is happening. So, and the more you're open to it, the more, um, the more powerful it becomes, right? Like the more that it becomes part of our life too. And it's easier. Like Lauren said, like the more that we're praying, the more that it ought authentically happens like that versus us like putting a thing in our calendar saying like a reminder saying mm-hmm. you need to pray and like oh I have to pray again come on yeah. right like it just naturally the more that you're praying you. the more that your whole life turns into a prayer your whole day turns right. into a prayer and you can have those conversations with the Lord at any time without thinking like what do I say now I already prayed twice today I'm supposed to pray again you know what I mean like it just becomes natural to you so really this episode we're just telling you to pray in any way that you want and any way that feels comfortable in any way that feels uncomfortable. We just like, it is so important and you're not going to grow closer to Christ if you're not having conversation with him. Um, and I tell my teens this all the time. Like I would not pick a random person off the street and be like, this is my best friend because that would be weird. And I know I'm kind of weird, but not that strange, right? Like that would be really weird. It's the same thing. You can't say that you're a Christian and you're following Christ if you're not having conversation with him because then you don't know him. Um, He might know you, but you know nothing about him and you know nothing about what he wants for you. Mm -hmm. So pray a lot, all the time, as much as you can in any second that's free in your day. I know lives get crazy. They can be short. They can be sweet. It can be a thank you, God. It can be a today sucked, God, or I offer this day up to you, God. It doesn't have to be anything. Anything elaborate. Anything. No. Love you, God. It can be anything, right? Um, Absolutely. Just pray. Pray, 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 and pray some more. Yes. Well, thank you for tuning in. Again, we will be introducing a new host soon. Um, we do have, he did say yes. Like, this isn't like a made up person. Okay. He's coming. <laughs> Um, and we we're excited. I think you guys are going to like him. I'm pumped. He's, he has no father kid and we miss father kid, but I think he's going to be great. So tune in and meet him soon. See y'all later. This show and all media on Awakened Catholic is made possible by the Awakened Nation and the Hollow app. The Awakened Nation is a community of people like you who support all things Awaken for as cheap as a cup of coffee a week and get access to exclusive content. Learn more by visiting awakencatholic.org donate. Hollow is the only audio-guided Catholic prayer app focused on contemplative prayer and traditional Catholic meditation such as Lexio Divina, Daily Examine, and the Rosary. We here at Awaken all use Hollow every day and love it. To learn more or give it a try, visit hello.app slash awaken.